I come from a state that has the eighth largest black population in the country. And uh, as they say, the saying goes, where I come, you bring me to the dance early on. Yeah, as the saying goes, I'd feel better if I thought that he was drinking a lot. Might explain a whole lot of his behaviors. If he were an all-day drinker. You know, an old Irish truism. You can't drink all day if you don't start first thing in the morning. That's true, isn't it? That's true. You bet. He sounds like he's drunk a lot of the time, slurring his speech, getting caught up in his tongue. He's the president of the United States and the leader of the free world, and that's why the world is in such a... Yeah, war in the Middle East, war in Europe, Russia at war against Ukraine. Have you noticed there's still nobody calling for a ceasefire there? Still nobody call, no leftists out in the street marching and pounding drums and saying ceasefire in Ukraine because the Democrats are all for war. You know, in the, in the American Civil War, the first Civil War, the Democrats were Jefferson Davis, then the, you know, the Democrats in South Carolina fired on Fort Sumter and and uh, the Democrats uh, started the Civil War. Then uh, the progressive Democrat racist segregationist Woodrow Wilson presided over our entry into World War I, the war to end all wars, until a couple of decades later when progressive Democrat Franklin Delano Roosevelt presided over our entry into World War II. See, the first war wasn't called World War I when we got into it. It was just called the World War or the Great World, or the Great War, um, and then the War to End All Wars. Later on, we realized that we have to start numbering them. So then we had the Second World War, right, which became known as World War II. And then we got into the Korean War, fighting the communists as the communists were trying to spread totalitarianism worldwide. And that was Harry Truman, another Democrat, got us into that. Then, again, fighting the communists and the spread of the communists in Vietnam. First, John F. Kennedy spent, spent, uh, uh, sent a small number of troops and advisors. And then LBJ, of course, uh, racist Democrat, really got us in up to our eyeballs. And Richard Nixon got us out and Henry Kissinger. But uh, ask any 25-year-old about that, and they'll have it all backward because of what they were taught in school, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. Now, the Democrats are trying to keep President Trump off the ballot for the primary in the state of Colorado and for left-wing radical Supreme Court justices voted the other day to keep him off the ballot, right? And again, the Republicans doing something smart, very rare in Colorado, saying that, well, if this actually holds up, and it won't once it gets to the Supreme Court because it's the most flawed, dim-witted, junior high school legal BS that I've seen in a long, long time. 
But if it does stand, then the Republican Party said, well, then we'll drop the primary and we will have a caucus instead. The Supreme Court also ruled that uh, first that his name cannot appear on the ballot because he uh, is an insurrectionist, even though he hasn't been charged with that or convicted of that. And and the uh, impeachment trial in the Senate did not find him guilty, which means the impeachment trial in the Senate found him not guilty. But never mind that. And other states, a great many other Democrat-run states, wish to remove Donald Trump from the ballot, too, including a a dim-witted Democrat in California who is the lieutenant governor there. And she's obviously not a bright person, this one. Pretty amazing stuff. The Blaze has the story in the Washington Post does not. California Lieutenant Governor makes hilarious mistake in letter demanding Trump be kept off the 2024 ballot. Quote, explore every legal option, says this silly woman. Someone get California Lieutenant Governor Alani, what's her name? Kunalekis, Kunalekis, Kunalekis. You don't want to know what that means in Greece. Eleni Kunalekis, she's a Democrat, and uh, she needs an editor. She definitely needs an editor. Yesterday, Wednesday, Kunalekis sent a letter to the California Secretary of State, Shirley Weber, who's a Democrat, demanding that she explore every legal option to remove former President Donald Trump from California's 2024 presidential primary ballot. She's never had an original thought in her life. But it kind of gets funny from there, and she talks about Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which doesn't actually talk about the President of the United States and former presidents. But she said, uh, when she got to the um, end of the body of it, she declared that the Constitution is clear, she said, regarding qualifications for president. She said a candidate, quote, must not be an insurrectionist. It it, uh, doesn't. And then she said, and they must be 40 years old. And they must be 40 years old. She's the lieutenant governor of the state of California, our most populous state. Of course, you have to be 35 years old to be president of the United States and not 40 years old. Every day is an IQ test. And Democrats are really not competing. They're, uh, they're not com- Try to compete. Try to play along. You must be 40 years old to be president of the United States. This is your Democrat Party and wants him taken off the ballot. And and she's not alone. There are other uh, Democrats in other states that are trying to have him taken off of the, of the ballot as well. Uh, pretty extraordinary stuff. Your Democrat Party. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. If only they had a brain, they'd be out in the street playing with it. Just amazing. Democrats, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And that's the danger, isn't it? Yeah. Kick Trump off their ballot, too. Yeah, that's your, that's your Democrat party. They are not smart people. They're, they're violent, though. You do have to look out for the violence. Uh-uh-uh. The Constitution does make it clear, you see, you must be 40 years old and would not be an insurrectionist, she said. She continued misstating the Constitution clause requiring the president be at least 35 years old, but 
never mind any of that because Democrats. All right, now let's get back to the uh, let's get back to the thing because uh, we've got all kinds of mayhem going on all over the world, thanks to Joe Biden because he's such a weak link. Now I played some uh, Corey Mills audio, uh, Congressman Corey Mills, 82nd Airborne Army vet, combat vet, uh, and uh, he was also asked this morning about what's going on off of Yemen, where the Houthi rebels, backed by Iran, of course, Iranian money, Iranian weapons, Iranian intelligence, they're attacking shipping. Uh, IKEA, IKEA said that they're changing their shipping routes because the Houthi rebels are attacking ships. You know, the Suez Canal is uh, one of the major, obviously, arteries for global trade built by the patriarchy so that uh, we could move giant ships through there. Brilliant. The patriarchy also built uh, the, uh, the Panama Canal. I've actually been on the Suez Canal, and I've been on the Panama Canal on boats and uh, things. And um, now we've got all kinds of mayhem there because of the Houthis attacking. And um, it's changing behavior. Oil companies are changing their shipping lanes. I mentioned this yesterday or the day before, going around the continent of Africa instead of going up through the, the Suez Canal. And Corey Mills, who has been in uniform fighting uh, troglodytes in that region of the world, talked about the uh, you know the implications. What what's going on there with uh, Yemen and the Houthi rebels backed by Iran, uh, disrupting shipping, firing missiles at sh- uh, ships, and uh, causing all kinds of mayhem. And what's Joe Biden doing? Well, his head is wedged up uh, Conan O'Brien's dark and remote location. Uh, Congressman Corey Mills. As we know, whether it's Hezbollah, who is headed up by Hassan Nasrallah, whether it is Hamas, whether it's the Houthis, these are all Iranian-backed militia groups. The same as Qatar, Hezbollah, and Hashi al-Shabi in Iraq. These are all looking at the weakness which invites the aggression, and that's what Joe Biden has brought to the stage. Whenever President Trump was in office, we had actually listed the Houthi rebels as a terrorist organization. It was the Biden administration who took them off of this list. The Biden administration took the Houthi rebels off of the terrorist list, and 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 everybody knows they're terrorists. Everybody's always known that they're terrorists. They've always been terrorists. They're never anything but terrorists. By the way, there's been a mass shooting um, in Prague, isn't is that where it is? It's Prague in the Czech Republic at a university there. And um, people have been killed. Others have been wounded. It's not clear uh, what the motivation was, whether we've got any Allahu Akbar going on, but several dead and wounded in Prague at a university shooting. Czech police say uh, dead and injured people at site in Prague mass shooting. Uh, And we're still waiting for more details on that, but uh, don't have a lot of clarity when it comes to what the motivation was. It looks like uh, fuzzy photos show a sniper with a what looks like a combat assault rifle and a scope shooting from a high vantage point, a rooftop or a balustrade at the university. And uh, now the mass shooting in Prague University, we're now saying at least 10 people dead uh, and the gunman 
uh, has also been eliminated and has presumably killed. So we got that going on. And uh, I'll uh, keep my ear to the ground on that if there are any new developments. So uh, the uh, Houthi rebels uh, causing all kinds of mayhem and um, causing changes in global behavior. And and IKEA is saying, well, deliveries are going to be late. These ships are gigantic, of course. Uh, shipments, uh, deliveries are going to be late because uh, traffic through the Suez Canal is being disrupted, and that is a big deal. You know, there are tectonic forces at work in the world at all times, and right now the tectonic forces are communist China looking to conquer the planet Earth in the 21st century. That's not a secret. They've made that very clear. They're doing their best to take over the Asian Pacific region, the, uh, in Africa, they're in Central America. They've made moves on the Panama Canal. Uh, and then Putin's Russia working hand in glove with communist China because Putin's a communist, not a conservative like the New York Times said he was. You can't believe anything in the New York Times. You've got uh, North Korea and Iran. Iran, of course. So you got commie China, commie Putin, commie North Korea, Islamist Iran, and their proxies, including the Houthi rebels in Yemen, including Hezbollah in Lebanon, and, uh, of course, Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad in Israel and the Gaza. Uh, and there's a lot of mayhem in the world. And the United States of America has been playing the role since World War II of the big brother of daddy. We don't want to be daddy, but uh, we're the great power that stands for freedom and liberty. And so we have kept a lid on, you know, the Soviet Union with containment and opening relations with China, trying to help them normalize themselves. It hasn't worked at all. Uh, and the Islamists, of course, who we knew about and had been up against even before September 11, 2001, but the gloves came off on September 11, 2001. And uh, the world is in a state of an unusual level of chaos and, and anarchy and mayhem and war. And Joe Biden is a moron. So he got that. Congressman Corey Mills talking about the state of the world as it is under Joe Biden. What we need to be looking at is why did the Biden administration actually remove this Houthi terrorist organization who we know is backed by Iran from the terrorist organization to begin with? Yeah. Um, and... Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. All right, I've got more on that. We've got to take a quick one here. Houthi rebels attack attacks, multiple attacks, prompt shipping firms to avoid the Red Sea. You know, this is a ragtag bunch of primitive troglodytes who have been given enough in the way of arms by Iran. And, and who is Iran's number one benefactor? Well, it's really Barack Obama. And number two is Joe Biden funneling billions and billions and billions of dollars to the number one sponsor of terror in the world so they can fund the Houthis and Hamas and Hezbollah. And Joe Biden and Barack Obama are the number one sources of funding for the number one source of radical Islamic jihad in the world today. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com.
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, we got a lot more good stuff to get to in the remaining, uh, well, slightly more than a half an hour. On the mayhem that the left, that is Joe Biden, sock puppet president, is inflicting upon humanity. Got uh, Putin and the commies in China and North Korea and the Islamists, and they've joined forces. And the Democrat Party here is not on our side. And they lie about everything. Uh, let's uh, let's take a telephone call, Michael. Let's go to let's go to Mike calling from Washington D.C., our nation's capital. Hey, Mike, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, uh, let me show uh, Chris, long time listener, first time caller. And the nature of my phone call is, I'd like to know: Would you ever consent on doing a radio town hall meeting with any other presidential candidates, or also with any Supreme Court justice that uh, has the guts to come on your show to answer to your listening audience? Or especially trying to kick Trump off the ballots, taking the the um, vote away from the voters. Would you have to consider on doing that? Well, I would consider it. Uh, <laughs> I would consider mm-hmm. it. I really don't do guests. Um, I'm mm-hmm. the rare radio animal that really doesn't do guests. The last guest that I did was President Trump when he was in the White House, and it was from the mm-hmm. White House. Um, and otherwise, I don't really do guests now. Uh, I would, I you know, I mean, there are a couple of presidential candidates that I'd be happy to have on. Supreme Court justices typically don't do interviews and certainly don't do the kinds of things that we do on talk radio with call-ins and, and stuff. You know, I mean, I think every day my radio show is sort of a town hall meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I just think that for the public good, especially since this is a presidential candidate, uh, uh Right now, um, and I think because uh, one thing I noticed with conservative radio is that they, the other ones, they have a lot of guests that come on these shows, and they talk to people from Congress. But yet, for some reason, they won't let the listening audience talk to them. And if they're mm. afraid to talk to the listening audience, they should not be holding public office. Because one time I called on the show, and I said that I believe that Congress is in the White House in violation of oath of office. Because the minute they allow uh, gay rights to be the law of the land, but fail to do the same thing with heterosexual rights. I like your uh, I like your thinking, and I like the idea. I do, and I'm going to think about it. Now there's a uh, another story that's not getting a lot of attention, perhaps because it broke on a site called Semaphore, but it's been picked up here and there. Katia Goba wrote the story on Semaphore. U.S. House, the House of Representatives, quietly investigated separate sex tape scandal. The high-profile Senate sex scandal that rocked Washington, D.C. this month was in fact the second time in less than two years that sexually explicit videos filmed, or videos filmed, that... Sexually explicit videos filmed in the U.S. Capitol prompted an investigation. A spokesperson, not a man or a woman, 
for Representative Dan Newhouse, a Republican from Washington, confirmed that reports of a purported unbecoming behavior, an episode or two by a senior staffer in their office, triggered an investigation last year. They added that no conclusive evidence was found. Well, I thought it was videos. The staffer, whose semaphore is not naming, denied he participated in explicit videos and disputed elements of the office's characterization of the episode in a television interview and a series of text messages. Said he was informed of the investigation in June of 2022, but told by the congressman in July that it had ended with no evidence of the allegation said that he uh, left in the fall of 2022 on good terms for unrelated reasons to take a job outside of Washington, D.C. The congressman praised his work in, uh, in material, announced his hire. Now, the, uh, the thing is, this is another, um, and, and again, it sounds like it's pretty thin. Hey, where's the video? We couldn't figure out who it was. Well, here's the video. And they said it involved, um, well, first someone pleasuring themselves, a, uh, a man, and then uh, a, uh, a, separate, a separate thing involving two men involved in uh, sexual contact and videos because, you know, Washington, D.C., it's a wacky place. And when I say wacky, I think, no, no, I'll just leave it at that. Also a fun story, and I mentioned this day before yesterday, I think, college admissions consultant in, quote, complete shock, end quote, as multiple students reject Harvard early acceptance offers. Students are turning down their admissions to Harvard because of the Nazi thing, the Jew hatred, the, you know, wipe Israel off the map, the students are being terrorized. And it doesn't say that the students are necessarily Jewish, uh, but there's another part of this that's even more fun because the students who you apply early, you get accepted to Harvard early, that's, you know, oh, man, I've been working all these years to get here. My parents are so happy they get to spend all this money to have me brainwashed and turned into a glassy-eyed zombie anti-Semite, anti-American, anti-capitalist lunatic. But uh, some of them that are rejecting acceptance to Harvard are saying, that they're concerned that they won't be hired by companies, firms, after they graduate from Harvard because Harvard has a bad reputation as a racist, anti-Semitic loony bin run by radical extremist leftists who smirk and chuckle like Claudine Gay on Capitol Hill when asked about the students calling for the genocide of the Jewish people and wiping Israel off the map. And what kind of it? They should be wearing armbands. Maybe uh, Harvard students should wear armbands, too. I think a lot of them should be wearing armbands. Democrats all. Adolf Hitler's Socialist Workers Party. Uh, let's get back to the, uh, to the other side, because the world is on fire. It's in fuego. And uh, everywhere you look, mayhem. Uh, Iran spreading mayhem, and Putin, mayhem, attacking Ukraine and beyond. China, mayhem, commie, commie, Islamists. 
And now shipping, Red Sea, Suez Canal being disrupted because the Houthi rebels, rebels, some say Houthi, Houthi. And, oh, the H is silent. Well, then don't put an H in there. Because in English, H-O-U-T-H-I is pronounced Houthi. Oh, no, but in the Arab world, yeah, uh, this is not in Arabic. This is in English. Here, look at the Arabic alphabet. Very different. See that? So it's the Houthi rebels. But nevertheless, the mayhem is, uh, is everywhere. The earth is on fire, and we're all going to die soon. Oh, that's right. I forgot to get to the Democrat Party's Christmas message. They finally put out a... They went to Katie Porter, Congresswoman Katie Porter from California, and they asked her to put together a Christmas message from the Democrat Party. And this is the message from Katie Porter and the Democrat Party for, for Americans everywhere as Christmas approaches. The earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. Merry Christmas, everyone. And I asked her how that made her feel and she said it, it made her feel angry. Angry. She got angry. The nine-year-old became angry because the earth is on fire. The Democrat Party is unwell. Unwell. Honestly. Mm-mm-mm. Now, Congressman, uh, former Congressman now, Doug Collins. I think a couple of weeks ago I was talking about Doug Collins and I identified him as Congressman. I forgot to say former, and I apologize for that. Former Congressman Doug Collins was on the television uh, early this morning and uh, talking about, you know, President Trump being taken off the ballot in Colorado and California wants to take Donald Trump off the ballot and other Democrat states want to take him off the ballot and they want to fire on Fort Sumter, and they want their slaves back. You know how the Democratic Party is living in the past, as they so often do. Congressman Doug Doug Collins saying, you know, uh, running against Joe Biden, the the Biden people keep telling us how great everything is, how great the economy is. Uh, You know, forget that inflation. Sure, it was 9%, thanks to Joe Biden. Gas prices were like a dollar eighty-six in twenty twenty in mid twenty twenty. Then they went to a million dollars, and uh, and everything's great. And NBC News is telling us crime. There's no crime. No crime is down. The FBI told NBC News crime is down. Twenty-six year high for homicide in Washington D.C. Forty percent jump in violent crime versus last year in Washington D.C. More than 930 carjackings in Washington, D.C. were only 61 square miles. Pay no attention to that. But former Congressman Doug Collins with a little bit of common sense. This is the difference that I think the pollsters in the left who are just so deranged right now with Donald Trump, they just don't can't stand, is they don't realize that the people only have to look back three years. You don't have to go back to Reagan. You don't have to go back to somebody else. You go back three years. The border was, we secured the border before Donald Trump left. The economy was booming. Unemployment was down. Inflation was non-existent. And then all of a sudden you have Joe Biden come in and all of these things mm-hmm. go up. So it's a real easy contrast right there. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. If you can remember as far back as three years ago, it's a fast-moving train and everything, but nevertheless, you might recall that things were not a complete calamity. There was no war in Europe. There was no war in the Middle East. The Houthi rebels funded by Iran, Iran funded by Joe Biden. Joe Biden gave him another $6 billion just a few months ago. Hey, what do you think they're doing with the money? You know, probably blow up the Suez Canal before long, which happened in Team America World Police, if I remember that correctly. That was a very funny, very funny scene. So uh, 
Here is uh, Doug Collins. You know, our American troops, we still have troops in small numbers in Iraq and in Syria, uh, supporting Iraq, fighting troglodytes in Syria. And those troops and the outposts have been attacked now 102 times just since, what, October 17th. And all of the uh, people doing the attacking are backed and funded and armed by Iran. And Iran is, of course, funded by Obama and Biden. And if this makes sense to you, then you're definitely a Democrat. Former Congressman Doug Collins. And you look at what happened on the world stage. I mean, you wouldn't see the 102 attacks on military that would not that go unanswered. If somebody's been in the military for 22 years, and I have friends of it, this is a concerning statement when you have a president who just doesn't seem to care yeah. uh, what's going on. Just doesn't seem to care. And honestly, and what's he doing? He's talking to Conan O'Brien about what? Well, I don't know. They traded cue cards with each other, though. Man, Omanashevitz, you know, our open border, war in the Middle East, war in Europe. Now the Red Sea under attack, Houthi rebels, funded by Joe Biden with a middleman in the Ayatollah Ali Khamenei in Tehran, Iran, former Congressman Doug Collins. Those two things right there are the two mirrors that Joe Biden has no defense for. Immigration, a completely open border, an economy which they have such tone deafness on that it's just amazing. Honestly, honestly, I'm telling you. There was also a nice lady on the, uh, I shared with you earlier, Sonia Labosco uh, with uh, the Border Patrol, uh, excuse me, the, uh, she's with the, the Air Marshals uh, uh, National Council, talking about how the Air Marshals have been pulled out of airplanes and won't be on airplanes at Christmas time when there's radical Islamic jihad activity going on all over the world. Uh, pay no attention to that. Because they're busy giving illegal aliens uh, rides to the airport and putting the illegal aliens on airplanes. So no air marshals, right? And uh, then there was a wonderful woman, the uh, wife of a border patrol, a border patrol officer who is a uh, combat veteran from Iraq. The, her husband, and Allison Anderson, her husband, the Fallujah veteran, now a Border Patrol uh, officer, says he's not really thrilled with uh, what they are being subjected to by the Biden White House. He's infuriated yeah. and heartbroken. Um, my husband is a combat veteran. He fought in Fallujah. He fought for you know, this country, and he had brothers die fighting for this country. And he comes here, he's loved his career up until you know this administration. Mm -hmm. And we have literally watched our border be handed over. And you know, he often talks about why did you know our brothers die? Why did people die defending this country for this administration to sit there, lie about what they're doing, and hand over our border and our national security? Why? Why? And she was clearly very frustrated, and speaking for her husband, very frustrated, combat veteran, Fallujah veteran, perhaps a United States Marine, left the Marine Corps, went to work for Border Patrol, and uh, said he loved the work, and then this administration, come on, please. Mm. I'm telling you.
And again, I was talking about the big, the, the macro, the tectonic forces on the planet Earth. And, and Congressman Corey Mills, also a combat veteran, uh, an Iraq veteran. And Congressman Corey Mills, this morning again, the Houthi rebels attacking in the Red Sea, shipping um, the Suez Canal, the entry point to the Suez Canal, global trade. Um, we've got Lots of big stuff going on. And Joe Biden, Joe Biden is out to lunch. Uh, Congressman Corey Mills. Now what we're seeing is that this is a direct attack against commerce. And this is really a bigger thing. If you look at that China, Russia, Iran and North Korea geopolitical alignment, their goal overall has always been to impact the U.S. dollar's global currency while simultaneously cutting off Western Hemisphere supply chain. That's why they wanted to expand the Eurasian border, take Africa, Oceania, and also even in our own Western Hemisphere, start utilizing economic coercion on Panama and Honduras to control the canals. To control the canals, the Suez Canal and the Panama Canal built by the patriarchy, both of them who the left uh, despises because the patriarchy gets things done. Patriarchy means civilization. Actually, it means white men. Uh, but that's uh, their attack. Russia, China, North Korea, Iran ganging up on civilization. And uh, what's Joe Biden doing? Well, Congressman Corey Mills. This administration, the National Security Council and the NSA should have already had predicted that this was going to occur and had something in place. But as we've seen, whether it be Afghanistan in 21 or whether it be Israel in 23, this administration has no answers. That's for sure. Now, let's go to 21, because what is Joe Biden doing? He's the president of the United States. Um, and you know what he's doing? He's, it's about information dominance. He's talking to Conan O'Brien, who used to have a TV show. At the White House, they're trading uh, uh, cue cards, the, the uh, light blue index cards. And his big complaint is that the news media is not bowing enough to him and the Democrat Party. I think it's beyond social media. I think it's the media generally. Yeah. And I'm not blaming the media, but right. things have changed. I mean, yeah. who, who are the editors anymore? Mm -hmm. I don't know if somebody's saying, no, you can't print that in this paper because that's not accurate. There's no editors anymore. Yeah, there's no editors anymore. What are you there? There's this is the president of the United States. What is he talking about and who is he talking to? And what is this? And the White House lines this Conan O'Brien thing up. I just think that it's a matter of um, and and this is not a criticism of the press. It's an observation. Fluffer. There's a lot to be worried about around the world. You think? And talking to a lot of reporters, they tell me, I'm be careful what I say. <laughs> They're giggling. A number of reporters have indicated that there's no editors anymore. That is huh. idiotic. What they do. That is just complete idiocy. The man is an idiot. By the way, we had hostages being held in Venezuela by the the socialists. He's a commie. Nicolas Maduro. Of course, so are these socialists in America that call themselves socialists. Vladimir Lenin said the goal of socialism is communism. The goal of communism is the subjugation of humanity. The Democrat Party is on board with the project. And uh, Joe Biden, did, he didn't know yesterday when he was asked which American hostages we were talking about. That's coming up. Now, uh, the United States until yesterday had hostages being held 
in Venezuela by the communist Nicolas Maduro. Another thing that the Islamists and the left have in common is taking hostages. And who knew uh, that we even had hostages being held in Venezuela, but we did. And they were released yesterday, 10 American hostages released from the communist in Venezuela in exchange for a close ally of the communist who they call a socialist, Nicolas Maduro. And so Joe Biden gave Maduro a criminal in exchange for 10 Americans being held falsely. And he was asked about it yesterday. And, and um, well, it's kind of a funny moment. A reporter asked Biden about Gaza hostages, and Biden wasn't sure which hostages we were talking about. Are we expecting a hostage deal anytime soon? Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, really? Well, well, where? Over in, uh, which hostages? I was talking about it. You're talking about the, we're pushing it. We, I, I don't, there's no expectation at this point, but we are pushing. In Gaza, no expectation. Just keep holding the hostages. But uh, what about Venezuela? Hostages released from Venezuela. Why, why is it okay for the U.S. to be negotiating with the Maduro government and sending back people in Justice Department custody? It's okay because we're freeing American people who are held illegally, and we made a deal with Venezuela at the whole free election. So far, they maintain their requirements. Uh-huh. That's it. Do you, worry, do, you worry, do you worry that by giving back no. the guy went back today? No, he didn't even hear the question. No, he doesn't worry. By the way, uh, states where Democrats want to have President Trump taken off of the ballot include not just uh, Colorado, but Arizona, California, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, Rhode Island, Wisconsin, Wyoming, Vermont, Virginia. Democrats want to have Trump taken off the ballot. Alaska, Nevada, New Jersey. They are anti-democratic. They're not liberals. They're the left. The left is here. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market. Rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.